Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hello and welcome to Vampire TV, your weekly recap for mutants. Yes. We're here to talk about mutants, mutants, and all things mutant. Mm-hmm. I am... Not a mutant, but just a, a weak little human, Kenneth. And across the table from me, who knows what she is, Beatrice. I mean, I may or may not be a mutant. We will never know. Yeah, it's it's true. Not not until Beast develops a weird test and it all goes wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are obviously here to talk about the gifted Fox's new mutant show thing. and Show thing? Show thing. It's true. And uh, we have episodes five, six, and seven because annoyingly it did not start at the same time as all my Arrowverse shows, and it doesn't match up properly. It's very sad. Uh, so this is a three-part catch-up episode, and we will kick right off with episode five, where, uh, quick recap, because I watched this like three weeks ago, um, Johnny takes the Struckers back to the underground. Uh, the dad, is, whose name apparently is Reed, uh, maybe I'll write that down at some yes. point, um, is recognized by a mutant gets outed as a, hey, this guy used to work for the Fuzz, uh, and to gain their trust, Reed suggests using himself as bait to lure away Sentinel Service agents, and then um, B-side, mom, sister, brother, uh, help stabbed mutants, and Marcos and Lorna go really screw with the dude's head, and it's great. So the, no one's happy. The guy who recognizes Reed is the guy from the bar who was driving the van with the mom and the child. Oh in it. yeah, trucker bro. Mm-hmm. I love that guy. So face. yeah. So unsu- he's got a great Unsurprisingly, face. after he finishes his run and comes back to home base, and he sees that fucking yeah, guy he's there, like, motherfucker. So yeah, I I definitely forgot about that part, and that that makes his irritation a lot more mm-hmm. understandable. Yeah. So I I really like at the end of that episode when he he. Let's Reed think for a hot second that he's not going to rescue him. I I didn't think he was going to come back at all, personally. <laughs> but it said he was just he was just vaguely a dick about it and let him run into an invisible car, yeah, which is hilarious. So, because yeah. um, let me tell you, if if I could make my car invisible, I would do that even to people that I like. Oh yeah, that's funny. Yeah, no, that would be great. <laughs> See, random thoughts about this episode. Marcos doesn't watch the road enough while driving. Like, right? we spent two-thirds of the time looking at Lorna. <laughs> like, I know you've been separated from a long time, and you guys are pregnant, and you're very concerned about the new baby, but, like, watch your watch the yeah. fucking road! you're gonna feel real dumb if you get in a car accident and get caught. Yeah, and then the cops show up to help you out, and they're like, hey, we know you! <laughs> you look familiar. Back to jail! Uh, Blink finds out that red-haired lady can screw with memories when <laughs> Lady is telling someone, and Blink is like... Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. What's your power now? Oh, messes with memories, and I have this weird thing huh. I can't remember. Hmm, that's interesting. Yeah, she she messes with. Um, I'm just gonna call him Agent Jesse because that's who I remember from Burn Notice. My God. Um, so they're, they're, she's trying Sandward. to sift through all his memories, but then they get hit by that smoke bomb, and they have to they have to rush out of there. And she just accidentally yeah. deleted the last couple of years of his memory. Yeah, like leaves him with his memory pants down, basically. Oh, and great. Yeah, all bad. So I mean, that sucks for him, and I, I can definitely understand his frustration with mutants, but also don't be a dick. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, especially since we we get the the backstory of his daughter got killed, and and like I'm I'm with him in that that is a tragedy. And it is. That should... Also, maybe don't go to a park right next to a, a big old mutant protest. Say, that should should not have happened. But there's a part of me that f- has a hard time putting that 
on the mutant resistance because we're out they're out here protesting you know things that are illegal and even in the best resistance marches and protests you're gonna have fringe assholes who show up just to blow shit up Mm -hmm. who aren't part of the movement who don't reflect the movement's regular narrative and so i i don't want to come off as feeling like this is this kind of thing is expected or is collateral damage because that's not that's not accurate but you can't blame the entire resistance yeah. for the fringe assholes blame the appropriate people mm-hmm. it's yeah. not all ha- hashtag not all mutants <laughs> <laughs> no I, i'm not comfortable with that um, Wait, no you blame the fringe assholes that's, yeah. who, that's who it always is it's always the fringe assholes mm-hmm. i do like at the end of this episode i did feel really bad for him though because oh, like God. no one should have to functionally live through their daughter dying twice oh god that was that was so painful of all the things to erase to have to, to ma- have to make his poor wife tell him again yeah blat um what else uh kids are basically trauma nurses now and i'm really glad when i was 14 i didn't have to shove my hand inside someone's belly oh that's gross that scene was fucked up yeah dude oh my but, god um i should man i should laura lauren lauren Mm-hmm. Using her ability to clamp that dude's artery was sick. That was amazing. I like that. And it's nice. I, I really like seeing mutant powers used, in, or powers in general used in innovative ways. Like, yeah, it, it's I always cool. like that. I mean, that's that's what I always want from like Green Lantern movies. I always want to see all the different cool ways in which they could use their ring. Nah. Just always nah, just a fist. Always boxing glove. <laughs> that's, that's all I need. <laughs> or... I I live for the moments in movies with people with powers where they do dumb shit with them. Oh yeah, like uh, turn off the turn on the TV or you know pick some pick pick somebody's pocket from a six feet away. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or even and it's skipping ahead a bit when um Marcos meets uh Lorna for the first time and they're in the diner and she's stirring her coffee just using her magnetic ability to move the spoon and it's mm-hmm. like that's that's some random ass thing I would do because that's great and I could move my hand three more feet. But why bother if I've got cool powers? Why bother, right? So it's it's cool, it's show offy, and it's lazy. Yeah. All which <laughs> appeal to me. Man, yeah, I would <laughs> I would have many more beers in my hand if I could just like telekinesis them to me. We'd have to leave the door open though. Otherwise you would just telekinesis it right through the door. Oh no, we'd have like a little beer hole. That'd be great. <laughs> it's like a doggy door, but for my boots. But booze. for beer? Yeah. So nice. Um Okay. And then yeah, I think it was Episode five, very like. Is episode in... five the one where Lauren meets that boy with the fluffy hair? No, uh, episode five was the one we just talked about. Okay. Uh, that that is episode six. Um, we blink confronts uh, Johnny. This is really weird because the recap has them all with their um, mutant names, but I I mostly just call them by their their people names. Yeah. So I'm like trying to translate on the fly. Um, Except for Blink. Oh, okay, Clarice confronts. Mm-hmm. See, uh, it makes no sense. Anyway, Blink confronts Thunderbird. Uh, says like, "What? You know, what? What the hell, dude? I don't want Dreamer up in my head. This isn't cool. Fuck you. I'm out." Um, Which I cannot blame her. Oh, for. Oh no, no, that's that's a pretty dick move. And honestly, like, I really don't know if she would have handled it better if immediately afterward Dreamer had said, "Hey, you know, I'm real sorry. I did this for the team." It was a super dick move, but you should at least give people that chance to know what's going on in their memory. Yeah, I find that in my personal day-to-day life, from from both ends of the apology, I've found that people generally react better if you own your fuck up Mm -hmm. and then apologize. Yeah. You know, it it may not mitigate all fallout or all circumstances of your fuck up, but 
if you make me figure it out for myself and then have to confront you about yeah. it, I'm going to be 900% more pissed off. For sure. How could you, why could you not tell me? Yeah. So, so yeah, so she may have still left, but she wouldn't have been nearly as mad. Mm-hmm. Um, we have Reed, Andy, and Marcos go break into a Sentinel Services stronghold to get some information. Oh, right. They stole those flash drives? Yeah, weirdest way ever to extract a hard drive. Like, it seemed like it'd be a lot quicker to just pop the case off and unplug the drive. But you know what? <laughs> Who am I to judge? I don't I don't want to blame you for your use or overuse of your mutant powers. Yeah, Marcos, I guess it but does. like, screwdriver, maybe? <laughs> yeah. So this crazy technology that they've invented. Because, well, like, I was concerned as he's doing that, that he was just going to turn the hard drives into slag. I know. Those things don't do super well with not Heat? melting. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, I've seen, um, I've seen, like, I, I worked at Apple for a hot minute, and during that time, I've seen people bring in stuff that was left out in the sun, or on the dash of somebody's car oh, parked yeah, in the sun. Cooked. Oh, yeah, that's like a fucking microwave. Yeah. Yeah, so we, we find out that the X-Men disappeared a while ago. Next mm-hmm. episode, we find out it's at least three years ago, because it's, we have a three-year flashback, and they're already gone at that point. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they leave Johnny, Thunderbird, in charge of the mutant underground before they disappear. So he's pretty directly feels obligated for so that. Do we think that means that he was on the X-Men team or that somebody from the X-Men that maybe he knew reached out to him? I I am completely guessing, but I'm going to say he was on the X-Men, but was maybe a pretty new recruit at that point. So mm-hmm. they were more like, hey, we're all more grizzled, old, raggedy I don't know. Um, you're young and fresh and hip. Go hang out with the kids. Well, and so Guide that, them. That just makes me wonder, since it, it seems like they knew they were going to, you know, quote unquote, go away. Mm-hmm. It's not like they retired to Florida. You know, Charles and Magneto didn't run off and get married and retire. It's yeah. like, did they get sucked through a portal? Like, what the hell happened to them? Probably all with the Shi'ar Empire and oh, Dark God. Phoenix. God. Yeah. Shi'ar, man. <laughs> Just crazy I remember, headdresses everywhere. Yes. On the X-Men cartoon, I remember that Charles had a real thing for the head of the Shi'ar Empire. What, oh, whatever her name was. Wait, where do you think their son came from? They, oh, shit. I forgot yeah, they had a no, kid. They, they, they took a trip to Bone Planet. <laughs> Planet full of boning. Yep. Man, Charles's kids do not work out well, though. They, oh, no. They're all little psychos it's, it's that's, real bad that's so funny all of charles's kids are nuts but magneto's kids mostly turned out all right yeah except now they're not even his kids again and who knows well, they're not even mutants anymore and i don't care i don't care i'm i'm in my heart they're all magneto's <laughs> oh, I kids. Know. except well quick quicksilver did not turn out all right that dude is a little psycho <laughs> <laughs> like he he directly <laughs> caused the events of um house of m yes that one I will give you. That dude fucked up big time. And then he didn't even apologize for it. He told everybody he was a scroll and it wasn't his fault. Yeah, no, he's a little dickbag. Which was a complete bullshit line. Yeah, going back to owning your mistakes. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, no, it wasn't me. I was I was a scroll. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. And we introduced Wes, a visual illusionist mutant. He has... Seems skeevy. He he does seem skeevy. I don't like the way he's approaching Lauren, but he has a really cool power. Yeah, his power is great. Oh, I would love that. I'm I'm pretty jelly, and I did really like him hiding the the truck when they were trying to get away from Sentinel Services. That was really sick. Yeah, when they're like, "Oh no, what if they follow the wrong truck or the right truck?" I guess mm-hmm. it's like which truck? Yeah, there is so no, that was there cool. is no truck. I like the truck hitting the ramp, also very 
<laughs> stupid. <laughs> the show has some really cool effects. Yeah. Yeah, they, they had... <laughs> we'll, we'll talk about it, but once again, I just feel sorry for Inhumans. Because, hey, if you only have eight episodes, budget better. Although I feel like ABC in general has just had a problem with effects. Yeah. And CW and Fox just has maybe just has better in-house effects teams or something. Yeah, but then I'm going to point back at Ghost Rider again. Because everything on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. this year That's was true. top okay. notch. Hmm. Maybe maybe them being in space took all the budget for, for comic <laughs> there's books just, this there's year. There's just no money. Everybody at humans had to go had to go just shopping at Party City. Yeah, <laughs> Medusa gets a quarter of an episode of hair because that was way too expensive. I, I think I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be mad about that uh, for the rest so of dumb. my life. Uh, but we can talk about that later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, yeah. so Wes is kind of a creep. He keeps he keeps trying to get her out of doing her like quote unquote job, which is really just handing out blankets to yeah. people. Like, come on, buddy. She's she's got to help people. These people are cold and hungry. Yeah. Plus, like the the underground's doing them a big solid by putting up the Strucker family. So yeah, you got to throw your weight in there. Yeah. Ooh, but I, we do see them starting to train with Lorna, and she uses the time honored tradition of throwing hammers at them. <laughs> if you can dodge a hammer, you can. <laughs> Dodge, dodge a ball. A, yeah. It's good. It's a solid tradition. You can dodge a sentinel. Yeah. That's that's science. I do like... See, I, I always love these kind of training sequences that are super brutal and intense because you always see that Lorna is coming from a place of, of caring, you know? Mm-hmm. That she's like, this is the kind of shit that I went through. And in order to make these kids tough, I have to put them through the same level of intensity. Which yeah. is not necessarily true. I feel like you could probably start them with dodgeballs. I, and- I also feel like maybe you shouldn't have the person who was just captured found out she had was pregnant and had her baby threatened by the man. Like <laughs> She's probably not in a good emotional place to be training people. Because no, she's going to push them a bit too hard. These people who are actually still children. Yeah. Like, it's hard to remember because these actors are not teenagers, but mm-hmm. these characters are meant to be children. Yeah. So even though the, sh- the show frames um, Amy Acker's, you know, interference in this as unnecessary, I, I gotta say that I'm kind of with her on oh, this. Oh, yeah, no. If I was a parent, I'd be like, look, I, I appreciate what you're doing and definitely help my kids learn their powers, but... Maybe without throwing hammers at them for at least yeah. the first week. Yeah, that makes me a little nervous. Yeah. As a mom, watching <laughs> you throwing hammers at my babies. <laughs> I mean, because if we're looking at it from the teenager's perspective, they're like, we've been through worse than this. We can mm-hmm. handle this. But, I mean, but of course, that is the parent's job to say, your brain hasn't developed enough to understand what you are and are not capable of. Yeah, you're That's real dumb. That's for me to decide. Yeah, for sure. Because <laughs> otherwise, kids would just get hit by cars. Every day of the week. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Teenagers are real dumb. Uh, yeah. I do not exclude myself from this. Teenage me was real oh, dumb. Yeah. I, I was a stupid butthole. Somehow I do not know how I'm still alive. <laughs> you know. Yeah. No. Okay. And third episode, episode seven, uh, we have... Oh, because also... Actually, I think it was... Do we skip over the part where Carlos goes back to the cartel? Yes. Yes, we did. So, Carlos, uh, two episodes Sorry, ago. Sorry, that's my bad. It's Marcos. Marcos. Oh, yeah. I was like, wait. Car- yeah. Uh, Eclipse goes back mm-hmm. and um, talks to an old girlfriend in a shady cartel that to get information on the truck run mm-hmm. for the ambush they're setting up in episode five. 
I uh, <laughs> I really like how in, in episode seven she's talking him through this and saying, no, it's fine. We're just going to steal a truck. And he's like, nobody gets killed. She's like, no, it's fine. It's just drugs. And then later on, he, she's like, yeah, this other guy, he's going to take care of the guards. And he's like, wait, I said no killing. Yeah. She's like, you don't have to kill anybody. That's what that guy's for. And it just keeps escalating. Yeah. And you can, you can even see the seeds of that when she's sitting in that conference room with Carlos and is telling him how this is going to be a breeze. It's going to be a snap. You barely have to work. All I need is for you to show up and blow some stuff up, which you love, right? You love blowing stuff up. I'll even pay you. And you can just see the progression of this, how this is just day one. Mm -hmm. And the next time is going to be worse. The time after that is going to be worse. And then there's not going to be any more money. And it's just going to get worse horrible yeah. by the end of this because definitely marcos like i can understand where you're coming from you you want information you want to rescue uh polaris mm-hmm. totally understandable if you are going to barter traders with someone who runs a drug cartel you put a hard cap on the hey you do me this favor i will do you this favor in return even if it's a favor to be named later you don't just allow them to dictate the terms of you now owe me and i can call you when i need you the problem with making even that kind of deal with somebody who runs a drug cartel is that they're not going to honor their word. Oh, sure. But then at least you can feel better about yourself when you like punch their head off or whatever you do. No, it's going to be there's there's no end in sight for this. He's a valuable weapon, you know, a tool in her tool belt. And Mm -hmm. she's just going to keep using him until he kills her basically is the only outcome I can see for this. Yeah. And then and then it's going to be mutants at war with the cartel. Hooray. Which is excellent. Yeah, that's that's going to go great. Extremely well. Extremely yeah. well. I, I like how she she's trying to talk to him as if they're the same. You know, oh, you know, you fight the man. We fight the man. You know, you're hunted and hiding. We're hunted and hiding. And he's like, yeah, we don't sell drugs to kids. Yeah. Come on. All bad. But so he, he lies to Lorna, says, oh, I'm just heading upstate to get some shipments from another place. She calls them up and is like, no, no, you're not. That's Which that's weird. It's very reasonable because he had been gone at that time for much longer than he said he was going to oh, be. Oh, yeah. And shit is dangerous. Yeah, they, they had just been like, well, she had just been captured a couple times. They'd just been shot at like a day ago. I do not think at all she was being weird by checking up on it like i can that's uncomfortable i can sense in the distance the cries of assholes on the internet calling her a crazy girlfriend oh fuck that noise dude but i'm I'm like no like there is a very reasonable expectation that every time you leave the house you could die or be captured Mm -hmm. so when you're gone for longer than you say you're going to be gone i'm immediately concerned for your well-being that's just good team mating like if Mm -hmm. if you're going to be gone two hours at two hours and 15 minutes i'm gonna be like oh man they should have been back by now and like probably before three hours i'm like okay what what the shit happened why haven't they checked in yeah and so when you you call the place he's supposed to be and they're like no we don't have that thing he said he was coming for and we haven't seen him all day Mm -hmm. and you're like fuck and i really like how she immediately knows that it's not that something has gone wrong it's that he lied to her and she's just immediately on there and she's immediately ready to kick his ass Mm -hmm. which was great yeah yeah so she and dreamer track him down see him Blowing up drugs, walking away from a totally sweet explosion like you do. That was awesome. Yeah. I have. I always wonder how they time shit like that because you see, um, what the hell was her name? I can't remember. The cartel leader. She co- uh, Guerrera. Yeah. How she comes around next to him. So she has to walk all the way around his body 
as the flames are burning and as she leans in and presses her lips to his cheek that's when the explosion goes off mm-hmm. and i'm always like do they have somebody who's just waiting with a trigger oh yeah yeah they've got i'm sure they've got a wire run to it and just okay cool now's the time boop and you only get one shot at <laughs> yeah that. yeah so better not <laughs> screw it up there's no take two don't trip over your own feet yeah and hmm. oh what else happened that episode oh uh reed was kind of a weirdo about his daughter's new floppy-haired boyfriend, but then he was better about it. I mean, I forget. Do we find out what exactly Wes did other than it was a lot worse than your traditional just light larceny? Well, that was where it was tough for me was that Reed comes storming in and, and tells Amy that she's like, he's like, yeah, he has a he has a record. You know, he, he committed these crimes and stole and like it's theft and shit. And I'm like, yeah, do we care about that? Yeah. Yeah, so I I wish maybe they'd. Well, I guess if he's like, oh yeah, it was he was like a wheelman for much bigger theft, and I oh, okay. I can see being a little questionable about that because like, that's right, yeah. You know, if you're if you're robbing a, a five and dime to feed yourself, mm-hmm. okay, and eh, whatever, I I don't super care about that, especially in mutant world. If if you're in like organized crime knocking over banks like that there's a very big scale there though i'd say honestly for me i would care less about somebody stealing from a bank than i would care about them stealing from a mom and pop store because the bank has insurance what the fuck do they care Man, mom and pop store should have insurance that's just good business i mean god but like banks are federally insured they could just go to the fed and be like we need more money yeah this is true (laughs) either way uh read confronts well I, I do like that he he went and talked to uh, Lauren and was like, hey, look, this this thing happened. You well, you should go talk to Wes about he, it. He went and talked to his wife first and, and was like, can you believe this shit? She's like, do not talk to that boy. You talk to your daughter yeah, first. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she knows is, what's up. Which is great. That is great advice. Uh, but yeah, but then she reacted like like a teenager would. I feel like she was immediately defensive. And she didn't really want to listen and she she didn't want to believe that it was true. Mm hmm. But then he basically admitted it to her, Wes did. And mm-hmm. so, but then she, again, was very teenager about it and blew up and didn't really want to listen. But so I really liked that Reed had a really nice dad moment with Wes. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was great. It was, it was a, oh, look I at mean, you, father figure Reed. He's no Joe. No, but... But he's doing all he's, right. He's trying. You know, he hasn't had like 20 years of just being a kick-ass dad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so it really inspired Wes to to make the right decision and to talk to the underground and let them know, you know, that he had done something wrong and that he had had hidden it, but that he wanted to come clean. Mm -hmm. And I also really liked that they draw a hard line um, about rape and murder. Yeah. That those and and um, and being shitty to fellow mutants. Those are not allowed. Yeah. Because that's a great line to draw. Yeah, that's you you need to have a line in the sand and that's a good place for it. Um, I definitely when we found out more with what. The, the doctor was doing in flipping mutants. I thought Wes was a plant. Ooh. I'm still not sure he's not a plant because he still seems skeevy, but that could just be just general teenager skeeviness. I don't know. Yeah, I didn't really get any maliciousness from him, I guess. Yeah, the problem is just the, the way they were cutting the scenes. It would keep having um, Agent Baldy and, and Dr. Beard... Um, <laughs> Talking about a new sitcom yeah. on Fox. <laughs> uh, talking about mutant plants, and then flip right back over to Reed talking to Amy Acker about, uh, man, the blah blah blah. This guy. 
I think this is the part where I'm I'm dumb and I don't really understand what they meant when they were talking about plants because when they first talked about them, my immediate assumption was not so much sleeper agent as it was like suicide bomb. But do they do they mean that they're actually brainwashing people? I I think so just based on um when they hit that convoy and the the dampener mutant was there oh yeah like Mm -hmm. he he seemed just very hey i'm just working with them type thing even if maybe he was a little out of it yeah he didn't really speak yeah but he was also out he was also the very first one that they flipped Mm -hmm. so maybe it's getting better i don't know oh yeah because i was i they showed that video clip of the mutant in the jail who was just, like, bouncing off the ceiling, and I was honestly expecting him to blow up. Oh, I thought they were the mutant was bouncing someone else off the ceiling. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's, no, I- that's where I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I did not understand that video clip at all. Yeah, it's a, that's, that's a terrible power. I can <laughs> bounce around in jail cells. <laughs> okay, so they put in a mutant who could throw people around in jail, and then he did that to somebody else? Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, um, well... Okay, at least according to the the wiki recap of this, uh, the mutants are called hounds, and it is something that Campbell and Turner, apparently are their names, um, are trying to send undercover with the underground. So it, it does look like they are able to flip them pretty well then, probably. Okay, yeah, because they had been talking about putting them in jails, and apparently jails had been working all right for them, and now mm-hmm. they're going to put them in the underground, which is super fucked up! Yeah, and now I'm going to be old paranoid about everyone who comes into the show and it's going to turn out to be someone i like i'm sure and i'll be very upset about it well it's it's so fucked up because i mean we, we talk about mutants as being a stand-in for all the other disenfranchised groups that we see in real life and the idea of like because right now i would say the most vulnerable vulnerable people in the u.s are probably trans people and muslims just mm-hmm. because of the the amount of hatred that they get on the day-to-day and so the idea of like snatching a trans teenager like out of their bed in the middle of the night and then brainwashing them to go and like seek out other trans people and then kill them man that that hurts me that gets me right in the heart no it's it's not okay um and the the one very sad shining light in this was at least department of justice is still trying to enforce laws they sent someone in to shut uh campbell and turner down and then she had a small mutant created aneurysm it looks like yeah i i liked her so much because it it showed us that what we've been seeing in this branch of government is not all government yeah that we've got this part that's made by fear that you know reminds me a lot of like the patriot act and so we've got that creation that is using that fear against us but that not the entire government is in on that they're Mm -hmm. trying to at least at the very least rein it in and if not, you know, they're not like talking about abolishing anything, but they're talking about mm, trying to keep it to the letter of the law. Yeah. And so then they murder her. Well, she's she's not. Oh, she's dead. not dead. She's just not great. So that's Ugh. well for her. I do wonder, though, after this episode of seeing the doctor who is so ready to just brainwash people and murder people and give somebody an aneurysm in the middle of a public briefing, I wonder if that is that the introduction of him doesn't mean that um agent turner is gonna like join our team after a while that could be and that that would be interesting and have him working inside sentinel services Mm -hmm. because before he had been the more aggressive uh to reed's more moderate 
And now Reed has fully joined the mutant underground. Mm-hmm. So now we've introduced this character who is even more aggressive than him. And so, so th- which makes him the more moderate voice, yeah. which must be weird for him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, wait, what if we don't just kill everyone? And so I always I always wonder about how people do do that deal with that in real life where they meet somebody who is even crazier than them and they're like oh wait am I the bad guy it's it's oftentimes a a big old kick in the butt for self reflection mm-hmm. and oftentimes then you just crank up to match them so eh, we'll see it's a crap show <laughs> yeah um and we find out that. Trask Industries it used to be a thing. Oh my god. Neve's I dad flipped, worked for it for I, 30 years. I flipped the fuck out when they said that name. I need me some Bolivar Trask up in here. And Is that that guy's name? Bolivar? I think so. Maybe. <laughs> what a weird name. Oh, yeah. Bolivar Trask. Huh. As played by the great Peter Dinklage. Yep. See, this is why I don't remember useful information because it's all just comic books <laughs> and like 80s songs up in my head <laughs> i know i was in the break room the other day and i told three stories about the capture of three different serial killers and that i can retain but nothing else you you might be the coolest person i know i mean definitely <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah i think that was oh uh actually one thing i really did like so Lorna and Dreamer see Marcos blowing up the drugs, walking mm-hmm. away like a total badass because I have a huge soft spot for explosions. Um, <laughs> and then she confronts him about it in the same episode. It's like, look, I saw this happen. I don't like you're do- doing this. And I'm sure there's going to be drama from it, but I'd much rather have that drama than her just silently brooding about it for three to five episodes before finally snapping at him because that's... Yeah unnecessary drama that i don't care for this makes sense like yeah i really liked that she and she and dreamer showed up presumably to get him out of whatever trouble he was in but then when she saw what was going on she's like fuck him yeah he can get out of this himself yeah and i did also like that other mutant guy with the the weird face scars Mm -hmm. i don't think he actually did kill those people he just kind of froze all of them so it, it was nice that guerrera's oh he can deal with them even though it was an applied, oh, he'll do all the killing, like they mm-hmm. just kind of stood there while Marco set all their shit on fire. Yes. I like that too. I think it's, it says to me that that guy isn't out there just to kill people, so maybe we can rescue him too. Mm-hmm. Plus he has totally sweet face scars. Yeah. And I like that. And cool time stop powers. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty rad. That looked really cool. <laughs> okay. And I think that is it for Gifted. So yeah. we will be back in your ears very soon mm-hmm. with... Uh, that other show that's kind of like Gifted, but... Garbage? Yeah. So (laughs) we'll be back very soon to talk about Inhumans. We're very excited for it, as you can tell. And it is wrapping up its season, and maybe it's forever. Join (laughs) us next time. Same Bam Time, same Pow Channel. Bam Pow! This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NLTLG.com.